tired of falling off with your new year resolutions? So are we. But we've got some tips on building better habits right after this. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Yes, feeling like I'm getting my energy back after being knocked down. From the flu, so just happy because whenever you have the flu, it just feels like you are boxing. Yeah, the flu is attacking a lot of people. It is. I'm glad I wasn't on the front lines. And people are like, at least you don't have COVID. I'm like, this is damn near feels the same. Having COVID is no worse than the flu to me, my personal experience. But you know, people are afraid of COVID still. I guess, but the effects on the body, the person who's actually battling with it, it's no different than having COVID and I've had COVID before. So having the flu and having the COVID felt having COVID felt the fucking same. Yeah. Sick is sick. Yeah. As long as it don't completely take you out. As long as it don't take you to the other side. You mean the real kill you? Side, yeah. Yeah. No. Then it's the same. Thankfully, I'm still here. It's the same. It'd be the same. Yeah. During this time of year, we really have to work hard because the germs are everywhere. They are. They're, they're everywhere and they're trying to find a host. They found one in me. I know. I'm like, child. They found one in me. I was praying that they didn't start to show up. Symptoms started to show up after I had already been around you. I'm like, please. Yeah. Please. A prayer. Want a prayer. It's not a game. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better and your energy's back. Slowly. Ain't all the way there. How how much do you feel like? What percentage do you feel like you're at? 65 to 70. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Slow but steady. Right. I'm slow. slow. On the rise. I'm a turtle, but I'm moving. On the rise. I was stuck, but now I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So. Well, good. Stay safe, people. <laughs> Wear your mask. Literally. Mm-hmm. I be, I'm like, see, I was playing around acting like I didn't need to wear one. I highly recommend wearing the mask because it's not fun. Yeah. So, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. Stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm good. Everything is well. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. I think that's about that's about where it starts and ends. Good. Good. Can't complain there. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we told y'all that we were going to share how we felt about the billboard experience on Patreon. So that is all on our check in that's available over there now. So if you haven't joined Patreon yet. Please join. We have bonus episodes that are dropped every month. We um, talked about learned helplessness last month for our bonus episode. So that was a goodie. Check it out. Check in. We have playlists over there, too. And weekly journal prompts. So Mm -hmm. if that's something that you're into, Patreon is that girl for you. And all that information is down in the show notes. Yes, y'all. 
Also, keep running it up with the ratings. We really appreciate that. It's super important for you to do your part here. Back in the day, we would give ourselves a gold for the month. So let's try to start that here this year. Um, Let me see where we're at currently. And this is going to be interesting. 959. Mm -hmm. So I would like 1059 before the month is up. Oh, Before January is up. That's really easy. 25 per week. We can do that. So I will be keeping track and holding y'all accountable. Yeah, super easy. Five stars is our preference. So do that. And while you're doing that, don't forget to follow by clicking the follow button and also hitting the bell so that you receive notifications when new episodes drop. Mm -hmm. We all have so much going on and sometimes you need a reminder that, oh, there's some new shit popping. So Click the bell so you get the notifications for the new episodes. Yes. And also, y'all want to remind you to use the Homegirl Hotline. This is where you can call into us um, if you need advice on whatever you're going through. If you want to drop your idea, that shit so we can share it here on the show. We would love to hear from y'all. And and actually, we need to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. So to call us or leave a message, um, 310-363-0167. Again, 310-363-0167. And that number will be in the show notes i'm gonna be looking waiting for my phone to ring hit our line Mm -hmm. and we will share it here on the show with your permission hitting the line is your permission okay that's the permission and if you don't want your name just say i want to be made anonymous kept anonymous because we're going to share it y'all we're going to share it (laughs) it's going to be shared so give us a fake name um or no or let us know and you know we'll do what we need to do but it will be shared Mm -hmm. so when you're calling you're willing to share so thank y'all for that in advance. Also, Retreat Mommies, our bags are being packed. If you have not secured your spot yet, there are a handful of slots left for week two. So please, we are venturing to El Salvador. We're going to be there for a week. It's going to be a great time. We have so much planned. What a way to kick off Q1 of the year. Mm-hmm. Germany and I have already been to El Salvador. We had a grand time. So We're so excited to have that experience with all of y'all in a new place. So join us. All that information is down in the show notes as well. Yes. And before we wrap up the church announcements, we want to shout out our patrons. It's been a while, but y'all are the wind beneath our wings. You keep the lights on. Okay. Literally. So um, let's get it going. So we have Asia. Hey, Asia or Aja. Or Aja. (laughs) Taylor. Hey, Taylor, girl. Miata. Miata. I know you, Miata. Yeah, I, I feel do. like I know you. I know Miata too. I've seen her. I know you. Lily. Hey, Lily or Lele. Diagene. <laughs> Diagene, girl, what's good? Rochelle. Hey, Rochelle. Sierra. Sierra. And I've said that name That's before, too. That's what I'm but saying because you always do that. Welcome Call back. Out. Lisa. Hey, Lisa, girl. Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Shauna. Shauna, girl, what's good? Lucas. Lucas. Now, now Lucas, is this a man? <laughs> if this is a man, you better get in here. Don't fucking touch nothing. Sit down and observe. Period. That's all we need from you, Lucas. That are those are the rules for the men. Or the they them. If it's a they them, I'm fine with that too. I'm just But saying. the rules still apply. <laughs> for the niggas. And then we have Kanisha. Hey Kanisha girl, welcome. So welcome to all our patrons. And yes, yes y'all definitely are the wind beneath our wings. So glad to have you. We here. love y'all and appreciate y'all.
So here today. Here today, y'all still in our series, New Year, Better You. Yes. New Year, Better You. 2023 is already off to a good start. I'm feeling it. 2023 is here. The year that people are claiming is going to be their year. Are they, they do that every year, though. I know. I think it's a thing that we do. It is. It's a part of a new year coming in. You got to say it's my year. But I love that. Like, I do too. Let's go ahead and put a stamp on it. This will be my year. Mm-hmm. I saw something floating around that said, I think it was a Zora Neale Hurston quote or some shit, that some years give you answers. Some years ask you questions and some years provide answers. Uh. So I'll ask you. Do you think that 2022 was a year that provided you with answers or asked you questions? Oh, I think it did a little bit of both. It was a test. It was a, a test of sort questions and then putting your answers here. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of answers were provided in 2023. I mean, 2022. Sorry, y'all. A yeah. lot of answers to the questions were that just have been asked year after year. Right. Lord, when? I'm like, how? That question was Why? showed up in 2020 and in 2021. Yes. But yeah, a lot of answers. I felt good with the answers. And then through those answers, more questions were asked. Mm-hmm. It's like, here, here's what you've been looking for. Now, what are you going to do with it? Uh-huh. It was a twofold. Okay. What about you? I feel the same. I feel mostly answers mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of the prior years were question years. Yeah. So I received a lot of answers that um, I was satisfied with for 2022. Um, more so in the professional yeah, area. Agreed. And then in my personal life, there were some questions that we kind of touched on on the wrap up that are going to be addressed with some self improvement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Well, if Sister Hurston, if that was truly her quote, then y'all, this one's mine. This one's mine. I will say (laughs) some years are meant for sowing and other years are meant for reaping. Definitely. You see, that one has has my name on it. Let that one float through the interwebs. Definitely. I said it here. Yeah. A lot of sowing occurred and now we're reaping. Yeah, I agree with that. And speaking of sowing, a part of sowing is laying the foundation. Okay, now now we're taking it there for the seed that you sow to grow. They said it needs to be planted in what good soil? Yes, 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 yes. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Okay, bring it around. Creating um, our soil, making sure our soil is good and fertilized so that the seeds that we sow can reap the actual harvest that we desire Mm -hmm. for this new year, right? Um, the new year is a great time. The energy is great. I know a lot of people have to say that you can change at any time. You don't have to wait until the new year to change. But there's just something about new year energy. New year, new month, new week. It's hope. Yes. That, that's what's missing from all the other times when you try to start something. Hope is higher. And when hope is higher, it gives you the motivation to do whatever it is that you're looking to do. But in the middle of the year, it's like, damn, I have been through a lot. I've been through a lot and yeah. now it's hard to get started. But the top, the top of anything makes you hopeful that you can. We love a new, we love a fresh start. Listen, so. we'd be like, I'm going to go on Monday. Yeah. On Monday. I'm going to start on, on the first, first of the month. <laughs> I'm going to start that on the first. Yeah. So, yeah. We do, we do shit like that. It's the hope. When that hope starts to trickle away, mm-hmm. so does our motivation, our drive, our ambition. And we realize that, okay, come the middle of the year, like you said, maybe for some of us, it's even February. February, yeah. All the hope that I had, all the plans, the resolutions that I set, they're not sticking. Mm-mm. I no longer have the energy. 
to make all of these things come to fruition that I had hoped for. And that's why we're here today, because we understand that we've lived that and we don't want to do that anymore. We don't want to do that into this new year. We don't want to do it beyond. We're motherfucking tired. Yeah, it's played out. And there was a survey done by the status research department. They did a survey for 2022 Mm. that showed that approximately 80 percent of people gave up or failed within the first 30 days of setting resolutions. I'm not 80 percent of us. I've been in that 80 percent. I'm I'm one of those. I've been in the number. I'm one of those. I have too. And it's like, fuck. And I try to figure out, did I, was I, did I put too much on the list? Like what was going on? Right. Were the goals too lofty? Exactly. You know, it'd be something crazy. We, a lot of times what we do at the top of the year is try to make ourselves over completely. It's like every area of our lives we want to The revamp. Tina Turner make me over. Right. I'm like, you want to get up early for work. You want to cook breakfast every day. You want to read 12 books a month. You want to, yes. it's so many things. Not a month, not 12 books Seriously. Months. The the goals be lofty as hell and we really be riding on the hope like we do i'm gonna go ahead and ride it but a lot of times like you said it's like what was it we don't know did i not set the right goals did i set too many goals where the goal is not really attainable but really it's our habits it's the habits every time it's, it's the, the habits. habits it's the habits that don't allow us to continue moving forward when we have good habits habits are the automatic responses to life's challenges yes. and obstacles Good habits helps you immediately mitigate, or is it mitigate or litigate? Mitigate, mitigate, mitigate those barriers because we've automated them, right? It's like we set an alarm to wake up on time because the barrier is getting, getting up, up on time. Mm-hmm. Um, so setting these healthy habits are what will help us achieve our goals. Exactly. Foundation. Baby, once I found out the change was in the habits, <laughs> in my habits, it was like a light like, bulb yes. moment went off because... I have no problem writing shit down and identifying things that I want to change. That's not where my problem lies. The it's problem, about the execution, the daily steps, mm-hmm. the daily things that I need to do to change said things. So um, once you told me that you were reading Atomic Habits or listening to mm-hmm. Atomic Habits. Audible, y'all or Libby. I said that sounds like something that I need to to also digest and I started listening to it on my morning walks which I had created a habit of doing Mm -hmm. walking every morning and I will say that listening to this book like having a good book to listen to that I like set to listen to during that time helps motivate me to do the walk it's your reward habits so yeah when I started listening to the book I was like oh my god my mind was blown it was already open. As soon as he started talking, I said, oh, shit. You know, some books just start reading you real quick. I'm like, he did. He's it was talking that talk immediately. OK, it I'm was like, an immediate he's a sermon. It was an immediate edge. Sure. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. Here's something. Here's something that I need to do that I have not been doing that. It was really feeling like the answer. Yeah. I love when things start to feel like an answer. I know I still have to do my part. But, but when I have, can identify what my part is and what the steps are. Yeah. It feels feel, like a map. Yes. It feels like a map is late, was laid out in front of me, at least. I'm like, oh, I see. I see that this is a destination. I see that this is over here. And all these little lines are pathways to get me there. I don't even have to guess. It's uh, it's figured out. Exactly. Now I just got to do my part. So, yes, we were reading, listening to Atomic Habits, and we want to share all of this knowledge and information with you. Just going to disclaim that there's a lot in the book, y'all. There's so much We, of course, can't share everything here, but we encourage you to take this as a little intro 
and go do your own work. Right. So James Clear is the author. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. So, yes, your habits, they matter. They matter. They matter a lot. And atomic habits are what we're truly talking about. The atomic habits. Atomic habits. And atomic habits is just the idea of getting 1% better every day. Atomic habits are really tiny, marginal changes. The smallest of things that will make the biggest of difference. Because a lot of times we think success happens overnight. It's not truly overnight. It's like small incremental changes that make big differences and change our path to success. Yeah, it does. And when I heard the 1% better every day concept, I have to say that that was encouraging, especially once um, it was explained that getting 1% Better every day in one year can total up to 37%. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a pretty good improvement if yeah. you're thinking about it. Like, okay, you know what? If you really sit down and think about how you improve mm-hmm. 37% from the previous year, I would say that you'll be highly impressed. You'll be Hell impressed yeah. that you weren't stagnant. You're not doing the same things that you were doing at the top of the year. Things that you say you didn't like. Okay, I improved my diet, Mm -hmm. um, my fitness journey. Like so many different things have improved by 37% would be a drastic improvement for so many of us where it doesn't improve at all. Yeah. Imagine getting 1% better every day versus getting 1% worse. 1% worse. This might seem like a very intense example, but imagine someone doing, I'm just going to say, get addicted to drugs. You see them on the first I'm using the calendar year just yeah. for an example. Mm-hmm. January 1st, they start doing whatever drug. Child, come December after consistent use, even just a little bit every day, they be looking like hell. I know. You look at those pictures where they show people like transitioning, morphing after being on six months worth of drugs or whatever. Little changes, doing something every day will really take you to the next level or fuck you. It can take you forward or drag you back. Right. So getting 1% better every day is a very easy way for us to assess our goals and our our progress and not feel overwhelmed and habits are the compound interest of your Mm self-improvement this I felt like okay I'm tracking with you You starting to talk about money I'm tracking with you say compound interest Hmm. right the same way money compounds interest right so does our habits help us get better every day if it's in the right account (laughs) if it's in the right account but yes little little things Make a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? It definitely does. And our habits determine who we can be. Mm-hmm. I think so often we look at habits as just they become so automatic. We don't realize the true importance of our daily habits because mm-hmm. it's just like we're just doing things. Yeah, I just get up. I roll over. Mm-hmm. I scroll on my phone. Yeah, I'm not thinking about how this affects my person in totality. I'm just doing what I'm used to doing. But once you look at your habits as something that can determine your success or your failure, It really will drive you to want to be better and do better. Right. And I think another thing is it doesn't even matter how successful you are right now, successful or unsuccessful. What matters is, are we on the path to said success? Somebody who's a millionaire right now with bad spending habits, they're likely not going to be a millionaire 10 years from now. We see it all the time. You start one way, but if you don't have healthy financial habits, healthy eating habits, healthy spending habits, whatever it might be, a healthy habit, you won't end up in that place. Yeah. If you're unsuccessful right now, but you have motivation, you have drive, you have, you know, you're implementing strategies to get to the next level. Say you have no money, we'll use money, but you're working, you're getting re- knowledge on how to um, invest, you're saving your money. 
likely you're going to be on the path of financial freedom because you're doing what you need to do to get there. Yeah, and it does start now because path, beloved. a lot of the times we think, okay, when I get more money, then I'll be able to save or mm. I'll be able to put money here and I won't spend it so frivolously. But those habits have to be in place with the amount of money that we have right now right. because it's not going to change all of a sudden once. Okay, now I got all the money, so now I can have the practices put in place like hell no it'll turn into an mc hammer effect that's exactly my point you know how many people had buku dollars back in the day and now looking up saying "Mm, it's not what it once was the habits aren't in place james said something in the book that i thought was really interesting and and a great quote to keep at the forefront of our mind and is that we don't rise to the level of our success we fall to the level of our habits that's true you know it's like you don't just wake up one day and you're on top of the world no right. you can't even get to that point without really being strategic implementing great practices habits more than anything so that we can continue on that trajectory for real speaking of small changes in with our habits Another key point in the book was um, with Atomic Habits is the plateau of latent potential. Mm. So this one was screaming at me. This one definitely hit home because when we're working so hard, we often don't see the immediate results of the said hard work. Right. It takes a lot of time and we can be so inclined to just throw in the towel and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'm going to the gym every day and I'm not seeing the change in Listen. my body. And that'll have you stop each and every time. I'm going to the gym. I've changed my diet and I'm not seeing my skin quite glowing yet. You know, we are a people who love instant gratification. Instant gratification drives us, moves us, encourages us Mm -hmm. to keep going. And when we don't have that, we can be like, it's it's not working. We're so impatient. And we can uh, we can also realize that one percent better every day. You might not notice it. It's not going to be something that you look at me like you go to the gym Monday, Tuesday, you're not going to see an ab. No, no, no. But it's going to be you going frequently that's going to show the results. But not seeing the ab will make us say, hmm, it's not it's not no getting. abs. I've been going 30 days and I see nothing. Right. Especially go ahead and put it back on the shelf, girl. You can fall off so quick because we want we're going because we want the results. Exactly. So the the plateau of latent potential is the lag time between what you think should happen and what actually happens. Mm. This has a name. Yeah, exactly. a lot of this work. space has a name. Knowing that it has a name gave me reassurance. Right. It gave me the comfort that I needed to be like, you know what? It's supposed to be like this. You're okay. Yeah. Keep going. Every time I want to stop, I think about that. This is that plateau moment. And I'm either going to keep going to get the results that I want, or I'm going to go fall back into my bad habits, which is, this is why it's so easy to do. Mm -hmm. We don't see the results. We don't want to keep pushing forward. We say, fuck it. We slide back into our old habits. Right. Okay. So an example of latent, uh, the plateau of latent potential would be we're in a cold ass room, an igloo of sorts. Okay. And there's an ice cube on the table, right? We all know that ice freezes at 32 degrees, or that's the freezing point of water. And now we know. <laughs> the freezing I don't know point if of we water. all knew. But... Now we know. It's at 32 degrees, right? So the room is at 25 degrees. It's nice and brisk in here. Slowly over time, we're going to turn the temperature up. The room goes from 25 degrees to 26 degrees. No changes in the ice. We're going to bump it up from 26 degrees. We're even going to say 28 degrees. Mm-hmm. Ice is still 
holding strong, baby. 28 degrees to 29, 30, no changes, 31 degrees, 32, we're good. 33 degrees, we start seeing some changes. As soon as it gets over that point. As the room starts to warm up, yeah. Now, 33 to 34, 35, the ice is completely melting. 30, you know, the room is hot. The water's now on the table. Right. The plateau of latent potential is that by one degree, we won't see a difference, right? It's going to be a tipping point for which changes are going to be realized. That part. You will be doing work every day. This podcast, we do work every single day. We come in, we do what we're supposed to do. We put the content out, the episodes out day after day. And there feels like there's no changes. Then one day, the scale tips. Mm -hmm. We get an email from mm -hmm. Spotify. Mm hmm. Oh, there's a, all the work that you have been doing is not wasted, y'all. It's just being stored. That part. You know, same thing with bamboo. Bamboo is planted in the ground and builds a strong foundation for five years. You don't even see it for five years until one day it sprouts up and shoots up 90 feet over six weeks. Right. You know, it's like there's a lot of work that's constantly being done and we cannot throw the work away because we don't see the changes immediately. The changes in that cold ass room were occurring, even though we didn't see it. The room was getting warmer, even though we didn't feel it until it got to the point where the ice could no longer hold its form and started to shift. That one point. It's just one, one thing that you're going to do. The tipping point, like you said, the and it's so point. true. And the thing is, once we reach the tipping point to everybody else, it looks like an overnight success. Yeah. Listen, it looks like, OK, <laughs> yeah, you reached your moment. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Duh, but for the people that have been in the mud, Listen. the people who were in that igloo, mm -hmm. the people who planted the bamboo, you know, the people who've been tending to the bamboo, it definitely is not an overnight success. No. You the people who have been um, doing these episode notes and recording these podcasts. <laughs> exactly. It's definitely not an overnight success. You're like, wow, it's the consistency. Mm -hmm. It's the pushing through when you're tired, when you don't have any motivation, when you feel like you have a creative block. Yeah. When you feel like nobody notices you, when you feel like, what the fuck am I even doing this for? When you feel like other people are getting things that you should get too. That part. You know, I mean, we gonna make it real personal up in this bitch. <laughs> Just gonna call when a you're wondering a when's your moment when you're wondering, God, have you forgot about your listen, daughter? Your daughters are down here waiting with their hands up and open, mm -hmm. ready to receive. Where are you, Lord? Pour down, man. Listen, it happens. It happens. It happens. And the average person, they only see the results. They don't see the process, but you see the process. We see the process. And you just have to stay encouraged, consistent, and keep going. Because you never know when the skill is in a creative pursuit. <laughs> Even in whatever pursuit. Whatever a pursuit. A pursuit, right? If you're on a fitness journey and you're going to the gym day after day, week after week, you're eating right. You start to feel the changes. But it's going to be one day you look in the mirror and say, oh, I'm really starting to see the changes. Same thing with this. We have been doing this thing, y'all. Six and imagine years. if we would have gave up, if we would have gave up at year three when we didn't get what we thought we deserved. If we would have gave up at year four. When if we, we would have like, gave up at year, year five, five, the year that the email was received. Listen, every day is really a push, a fight to keep going. towards your scale tipping. Exactly. It's just a push to, towards your scale. You're putting a little bit on there, a little bit on there, a little bit on that scale until one day it's, it's going to. Oh, 
Yeah, I had to tell myself this with some of the even smaller habits, like something as small as journaling. Mm -hmm. I always look at it as like, what is this even doing? And it's because I've never been consistent enough to reap the actual benefits of having a consistent journaling practice. Mm -hmm. It's just like I do it once and I'm like, okay, so where's the results that people say that you're supposed to get from journaling and Mm -hmm. putting your thoughts out on the paper? And it's like, girl, you don't just journal once. You have to keep doing it. Yeah. And then you'll see, wow, like the things that people tell us to do seem so basic, like wake up, Mm -hmm. um, meditate, journal, um, read 10 pages, like all of that. Take walks. It sounds so basic until you start doing it consistently. And then you realize, okay, these simple things that people say to implement actually fucking work. Yeah. You just have to keep doing them and push through and not expect the instant gratification when you do it once or twice, or even if you do it for a week or two. Yeah. It's like, it has to be a part of your daily habit. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times we do things for a goal. That's the real T right there. We do things for the moment, baby. It's like, hold on. We want to do this. So we get that. And this part of the book where James started talking about goals, um, really, Drag you again. It. Yeah, he had me by my locks. I said, hold on, take your hand out my hand, James. Yeah, the way he, he had me by my neck. Girl. But not in a kinky way. Oh, my God. But it just made me think of how often I do something for a outcome. Girl. And that can be limiting. So let's talk about goals versus systems. Let's talk about it. Because it's a, a big difference here. And understanding the difference will help you be more at peace. I think so goals versus systems goals are about the results you want to achieve systems are about the process that's in place to get there Mm. right to achieve those results an example an entrepreneur might have a goal of making a million dollars the system is what they do to get the million dollars it might look like testing products hiring more employees marketing and research all of the things that they do to get there this podcast we might want to make have a million downloads a month I'm just using this a million downloads a month that's the goal the system is recording consistently preparing the notes reaching out to guests making sure that all of our equipment works efficiently taking time to plan and prepare figuring out which topics we want to explore the goal and the system are separate and once you have healthy systems in place Mm -hmm then the goals are going to automatically come. Yeah. You know? Same thing if it's even a goal to read 12 books for the year, right? Mm -hmm. You have to create a system to make sure that happens, right? So I I know that I'm not going to be able to read all of these books. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make a plan to get Audible or Libby so that I can listen to some of the books. I'm going to set aside time to read the However many pages a day, I'm going to track my reading in Goodreads because that gives me a motivation. It's like creates a little reward Mm -hmm. so that I can actually mark off this goal of reading the 12 books a year. You can't just be like, I'm going to read 12 books a year and then wonder why at the end of the year you didn't read. You didn't read because you don't have a process. And that's the thing with setting a goal. Goals are good for having a direction. Systems help us figure out how we're going to get there. Exactly. It's a difference, y'all. Yeah, and the thing is, this is a part where I really got my edges fucking 
I'm now putting the rosemary oil on them because they were gone and I have to regrow them. He said that winners and losers have the same goals. Mm -hmm. The losers (laughs) don't be having the systems. Exactly. And then me and Germany had to come to Jesus moment because we realized a lot of our talk was, um, we want this. We want goal that. oriented. So goal oriented. Right. And we were just leaving the systems out of it, baby. The systems had no place. They were just left to chance. <laughs> Where are your systems to they get were those left goals? To chance. It's like, okay, you guys need to be having your episode topics figured out way more in advance than you do. Yes. You need to have the call schedule to actually plan for said episode topics. Yes. Like there's so much that goes into play. That was not implemented, Mm -hmm. which is why the goals were just being left up on the um, whiteboard. Exactly. And because winners and losers have the same goals, goals aren't what distinguishes us. They're not. It's the systems, right? We have this idea that ambitious people win. No, ambitious people don't win. It's not ambition. A lot of us have ambition. Every Olympian wants to win a gold medal. Every candidate who goes out for a job wants the fucking job. It's not that. It's the systems. What are you doing on the downtime, baby, to get what it is that you want? Yeah. It's effective systems. That's what distinguishes us. And when we were looking around and and looking at people, oh, they have this, they have that, they're getting this, they're getting that. Oh, this person, it don't even have to be in this setting. You see a bitch with a badass body. Right. That ain't bought. Right. Right. It's built. (laughs) It's built. It's built. It's It's not bought. But you see things, you you have a, a vision of what you would like your life to look like. And when you see someone who has it, it's like, what are they doing over there? And then that becomes the goal. You just see what they have and then you have a goal in mind. But you never say, what is she eating? Right. How often is she in the gym? What's her workout uh, split? Girl. You feel me? Is she meal prepping her her meals in advance? Exactly. Is she carb cutting? Right. Is she working out with a trainer? Are they doing it? What's the team look like? Nothing. You never consider the systems. And then you wonder why you're not where you want to be. Girl, and it's really time to quit. Co- like, it's really time to quit copying and pasting goals and comparing. It is. It's time for us to sit down and figure out what we actually want for ourselves and what we need to do to make that happen. Exactly. Because we're tired. Yes, we're tired, and we realize that until we do that, nothing's gonna happen. Not the way that we want it to happen, at least. So. The power is in our hands to do what we need to do to mm-hmm. get done what we want to get done. Yes. And listen, I've been trying to figure out how I can implement systems all types of ways. There's so many ways where I'm like a system needs to be implemented. Mm-hmm. Even with studying for this exam, I'm like, I can't just say I'm going to pass the test. Exactly. Like I really have to figure out what's an effective system. At first, I was just writing, filling out the flashcards on the little white little, you know, basic yeah, yeah. little three Old by school. five, five by three index cards. And I'm like. I need a color coded system. I need this shit on rings. So when I'm standing in line or just somewhere out, I can just be you gotta put yourself in pledge mode. You really have to push you really have to create a system for success. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just gonna be reading through this book and highlighting and it really is a system, bitch. I'm like, okay, let me get on. I know there's some new up to date flashcards. I went on Amazon, found color coded (laughs) index cards some little rings. I love that. I've just been creating a system so that I can be the most successful. Yeah. The systems, baby, that's where your solution is. And that's why we have to get the goals out of our mind because with with the proper systems in place, the goals will come. They'll be achieved. They'll be achieved. Goals, y'all, they actually restrict our happiness. 
goals create restrictions for us because everything gets to when I get this goal, I'll be happy. When I achieve this, I will I will be feeling great about myself. When I get the body that I want, then, you know, I'm going to feel content. When I pass the test, it can't be when I, when I, when I, we have to find success and joy in the system because you can be happy when your system is running. There's always times for you to be having enjoyment. There's times where this podcast, for example, y'all, we've implemented some strong systems that I'm very proud of over the last few months. And I found myself not looking at, oh, when we get this many downloads, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. You know, like there's these moments, milestones that we're checking off. Great, great, great. Okay, this person retweeted it. Great. Okay, we got this many likes on the post. Great. No, I feel happy and joyful when our system is working. Right. When we record, when we batch record, when we're taking time to plan the episodes, I'm feeling like successful. Yeah. You can be success happy with your the success of your system running properly, which doesn't lead you to making yourself wait to but feel satisfaction. Because a goal is met. The whole fucking journey is the fucking <laughs> happiness. Yeah, I found myself feeling a sense of pride and happiness as well. In some of the systems because it felt good. Mm-hmm. I felt accomplished. I felt like, wow, we are really running something now. Yeah, you know now I was feeling like a business. Exactly. We're having these goal-oriented um, objectives or goal-minded first. It sort of is either you're successful and you're happy or you're not and you're a failure. There's no in between. And I'm seeing so many stories of that, that I want to proactively make sure that that doesn't become my story. Yes. Because chasing milestones can be very fucking depressing, especially once you achieve them and you still feel a sense of discontent. It's like, nah, we're not doing that. We're not setting ourselves up for that. Exactly. So switch to a systems first mindset. Is my system running well? If so, great. I'm feeling content. If it's not, what can I do to change things up? Because we don't have to wait to feel happy. We don't. We don't have to wait to feel happy. We can be happy right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it feels really good when you're setting up a system. You know that those little jitters you get when you're like setting up your planner, when you get a fresh yeah. new planner. <laughs> Which I need to do. I need to, I need to get mine too. I'm getting it. Seriously, it's being gotten today. Another key part of changing your habits is your identity. Mm. How are we identifying out here in the world? This is a quote from James Clear himself where he clears the motherfucking room. He has a perfect last name because he clears it out. He said the ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes a part of your identity. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to say I'm the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this. This is who I am. And he gave this example of um, someone who is attempting to quit smoking, right? So say you've made it your mission to no longer smoke, right? And someone offers you a cigarette. So the first type of person would be like, no, thank you. I'm trying to quit smoking. And the other person who's changed their identity would say, no, thank you. I don't smoke. Or I'm not a smoker. I'm not a smoker. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not trying anything. I have <laughs> identified that I'm not a smoker. That small distinction surpasses what they're trying to do and it's instead makes it about who they are. Mm-hmm. Because we, that that's a part where we feel kind of weak. You know, like if you're not drinking and somebody's like, oh, do you want to drink? And it's like, oh, I, I'm trying not to drink. And then, you know, sometimes people 
would be like, oh, just have a drink. But if right. you be like, I'm not a drinker. I'm not a drinker. People are like, okay. Yeah, that's who you are. Like my sister. She does not drink. So we and don't, we don't try offer. To in- we don't even offer. It's like, what's not going to drink? She's There's no point. But if somebody comes over and they're like, yeah, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm not drinking tonight means let me show you you are though. Yeah. Let me show you are no peer pressure. But it's the truth. It's the it's, it's truly the truth. But the, the most effective way, if you are struggling with implementing new habits or change of whatever the sort is not to focus on what you want to do, but focus on who you want to become. What does a person who who's healthy do? What does that person do? Yes. What does a person who's motivated to do a podcast do? Do exactly. How do how should I act to be this person? If you want to be athletic, what does an athlete do? How does an athlete train? That's that's really what you have to figure out. How does it if you want to be a better employee, what does a better employee do? What does a good employee do? They show up on work for work on time. They complete their tasks. They're available to their colleagues to offer assistance if they can. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we would do. You start being that person and your habits will fall in line with the person that you're becoming. A lot of times we fall into the patterns of our old habits because our identity conflicts with what it is that we're trying to do. That part, you know. I can't because I don't feel like I'm that person. I can't get up and commit to going to the gym because I don't really feel like... I don't feel like I'm a healthy person. I don't feel like I'm the person who can do that. Exactly. Yes. It's a trip, y'all. The way identity will help mold the girls. And and a lot of times we think that our habits are just... Will create our identity. Natural. And we will also think our habits will create our identity. But it's a vice versa. We just think these habits that we have are... We've had them from birth. But we haven't had them from birth. Everything in our lives have been reinforcing our identity. Our identity is reinforced by us telling us who, ourselves who we are and repeating. It's it having evidence. Every day that we implement a new habit, we give ourselves evidence of being who it is that we want to become. Mm-hmm. Every time you do something that you think you can't or that you are trying, you know, a new a new habit, you're putting a little bit of money in a bank or you're keeping score for this new person. If I get up and I go to the gym, I'm putting a tally. If I get up and go to the gym, I put in a tally. Every day I get up and go to the gym, I put a tally. I'm giving myself evidence that I am a person who works out. I am a person who is healthy. It's showing yourself, giving yourself evidence. That is how you implement a new identity and stronger habits. Once you no longer are drinking and I'm not a drinker, I've declined so many drinks. I'm no longer doing the things that I once done. I've given myself evidence every day and, you know, over time that this is now my new identity. And the way we form a new identity is to not be attached to the old identity or be open to new versions of ourselves. People say it all the time. This, uh, this, that's the old me. Right. You knew the old me. <laughs> and it's because I've committed to this new version of myself. Yeah. Now I go to therapy. Now I journal. Now I take walks <laughs> and I do it every day. Now I'm more self-aware. So the person who you knew me to be two years ago, I'm probably not that person because I've given myself evidence every day that I'm this new person. I'm a new evolved person. Yeah. And now I'm believing it because yeah. I am that. There you go. Establishing in that identity and then the process and the outcomes will come afterwards. Period. Especially when we're operating in our truth and the integrity of who we're identifying as it's like if I'm saying I'm not doing that and I'm not doing that this is who I am Mm -hmm. you don't have to believe it but it's real and for a person who struggles with like even taking on we've already talked about this before labels identifying and having certain labels put on us we'll act out of those labels 
will act in that identity. Myself, I'll all the time be like, I'm not creative. So what does a creative person do? If and you you're doing you're doing things that, uh, that a creative person does, but you still were telling yourself that you're not a creative. Right. But every day that now now with this with this knowledge. Right. It's like doing creative things every day. Give me more evidence that I am creative. Exactly. So that you can start to boldly claim I am a, a creative. creative person, not just I'm creative sometimes. Sometimes I create occasionally when I do my podcast. With right. My no, I'm actually creative because I'm doing all of these other things, too. I'm DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing things that makes me feel like a creative. Y'all, it's a process. We working through it. It is a process. <laughs> and we are working through it. And we highly encourage y'all to continue to work through it with us. Mm-hmm. Because this is what we need to do to become the people that we want to become. Period. Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and... Also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like their narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. 
Let's dive into why hormone harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend, it's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about hormone harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Okay, so y'all, let's get a little more real about how we feel about atomic habits, honey. So what are some habits that you'd like to see in this new year? I'd like to see me saving more. Oh, yes. A financial girl, financial freedom, mommy. I definitely would like to see me save more. I've I had like a that. spending mindset mm. and I just want to save more. Mm -hmm. So that's one habit for sure. Have you considered the systems that you need to put in place? Yes, I have. Um, well, I already have my my like automatic savings that goes from my paycheck every week into my savings account. So I'm going to increase that. But also, when I get other money coming in, I'm going to automatically take a percentage off of that that I have not been doing. Okay. <laughs> Honesty. That's another thing about understanding how our habits need to change or we can improve them. Being more self-aware. So that's good. I like that for you. Yeah. Um, Myself. Myself. Some habits that I like to see in the new year. I would love to read more. I would love to read more. Currently, I'm listening to books more, but I want to physically read. Mm -hmm. um, and I think about my system to put in place to make this goal obtainable. I think I should switch from doing everything on my phone to using my Kindle for real. A big part of understanding your habits and automating them is having a thing for a thing, a set environment to do a set thing. Right. Um, so my phone will be used for what it's used for. But I want to start using my Kindle for the reading, the reading. Yes. And finding books that I'm interested in. And when I'm not interested in them, not listening anymore or not reading them anymore. Yeah. Like I'm, I feel like we commit. Close to, them up. Yeah. We feel like, OK, I started this now. I got to finish it. No, I actually don't like it. Yeah. I'm not committing to it. So I would love to read more. 
Um, what's my goal? I'm going to say 10 books. 10 books for the new year? Yeah, 10 books. <laughs> I don't want to do I can't go from a nigga. I've been listening on Audible pretty frequently, but I can't go from reading zero. So you want to read 10 physical books or is that included with the Audible? You're going to read 10 physicals? Should I do five? I don't know. I'm, you can do what you want. I'm just wondering. I'm testing it out. Um, Let's say by June, I'll have read five physical books. Okay. That's damn near like saying 10 for the year. I mean, that's good. And so, yeah, there definitely has to be systems. One of the systems got to be to be not. Never mind. TikTok. I'm doing audible. Not never mind. I'm doing audible. <laughs> <laughs> not the, not the mid. Listen, listen, I'm actually going to commit to listening to multiple books. I don't know the number. I don't know. Okay. But just using being more informed and strengthening my knowledge. Definitely. Through reading. <laughs> that's another habit that i have for myself that's another habit i have for myself too to be more informed Mm -hmm. which means intentionally seeking out information that i wouldn't normally gravitate towards girl i'll be finding all kinds of shit on flipboard which is a great tool yeah flipboard is great flipboard is an app um there's so many different news articles that pop up on there I like the style. It's like a scrolling style, which we've been programmed to like with social media. But you get information here. Yeah. And so, yeah, I already found out um, a tip for boiling the perfect al dente pasta. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is the type of shit I need. You this is the type of things I need. Broaden what is given to you by changing your interest. You can. Like you can switching your, your interest. interest every few months. Yeah. That might be good. Like every three months, choose three things that you normally wouldn't be, be interested, interested in. Yeah. And add those to your flipboard. Okay, love it. Another habit that I need oh, to do shit. Okay. is cook more. And I've realized that in order for me to cook more, I need to buy some cookbooks because that will motivate me to cook more. So I'm going to get my first cookbook is going to be Tabitha's. Oh. First two, Sweet Potato um, for the Soul or something like that. I heard that one's good. And then Tabitha's. You. I'll be waiting on a meal from each book. She'll be cooking because I'm so tired of myself and my cooking habits and I need a new system in place. So I feel like cookbooks will help me. Come on in. I love it. So as you think about your habits and what you want to change in the new year, we have some solutions for you to help you on this journey. Yes. So. Because changing your habits is tough. Okay? It's tough. It's tough. These habits have been ingrained in us since God knows when. And it's time to blow the dust off of those. <laughs> yeah. Make and them make new. them new. Make them new. So just um, something to realize or note. All habits are created through a habit loop. Feedback loop, if you will. And the loop is a cue, a craving, a response, and a reward. Cue, craving, response, reward. Cue, mm. craving, response, reward. So an example of this feedback loop would be... You wake up in the morning. The cue is you wake up in the morning. The craving is I want to feel alert. What do you do? The response, I make a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. The reward, you I'm get. A- yeah, exactly. You get to feel awake. So this process gets associated with waking up in the morning. Coffee, it's an automated habit. Some people don't even, you're not even tired anymore. Your habit is just associated. You waking up in the morning is just associated with having your cup of cup coffee. Cup of joe. I have to have my cup of joe before I can do anything. Exactly. Same thing. Say you have a bad habit of biting your nails. You're working. You're stressed. You feel yourself getting anxious, right? That's the cue. The craving is I need to feel more in control. 
the response is I'm biting my nails. So then I'm feeling, I guess, calm. calm. Pe- it's like a, it's a, calming, a calming, right? Yeah. The reward is now I'm in control. So thus answering your emails gets associated with biting your nails. We don't even realize how many feedback loops we're going through every single day. Mm-hmm. I can understand. I even know one that I identified for myself using my phone at the red light. Girl. The cue is I'm at a red light. The craving is let me waste a little time. Let me, you know, now I'm a little bored. Now I got time to look on my phone. Now I got time to do something else. The response, I pick up my phone and start texting, Instagram scroll for two minutes or whatever it is. The reward, now I'm not bored. Right. That is a terrible habit that I'm actively working to break because I was driving down. I don't even know if it was West Street. Was. No, I didn't almost hit him, but I was glad that I was alert and not on my phone because he was walking across the street and it was dark. He ain't got no reflective gear on and he could have been hit. But I'm thinking of how automatic it is for me to be waiting in traffic, pick up my phone and not be tapped in. And there's a freak accident waiting to occur. Right. So. Just wanted to let y'all know that that's how a feedback loop works. So in order to make or break a bad habit, we need to understand these four laws to do so. So what we doing? What we doing first? To change the shit. To change, to implement a new habit and change our habits. We're going to make some things obvious. Make it obvious. So a tactic you can use, implementation intentions. A lot of times we don't do a good habit or fall off of our habits because time and location have not been figured out. That's the biggest thing. I'm a workout, but you don't know when. Okay, you don't know where. Girl. I'm a journal, but you don't know when. You don't know where. I'm going to do my hair more when. How like It's all of the things. All of the things. are. It, it, it's such a barrier. So an implementation intention looks like I will meditate first thing in the morning in my bedroom. You see? When and where are so important. You made it plain. You have to be precise. It takes the guessing out of figuring out how this habit is going to work. If it's journaling, I will journal before I go to bed at night in my room. Yes. You know, try this out, y'all. And then have the journal by your bed. Yes. Make it obvious. Put the journal on your bed. If you want to work out, I will work out first thing in the morning at the park. Making it obvious is putting your workout shit out in the morning by the door, whatever it looks like, by your keys, all of your shit. Make it obvious so that you cannot ignore it. I love that one. I definitely need it to be made plain. That's how you it, that's the cue. That's Remember, everything is associated with the feedback loop. Making it obvious is the cue, the cue that you need to work out. So you see your workout clothes. You need to journal. So you see your journal. The mm-hmm. cue is right there in front of you. Obvious. That part. OK, so the next step is make it attractive. We know attraction is important here. We talked about this, but it's important. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did, but attraction is even important with your habits. Mm-hmm. Go figure. So the key to building a good habit is to create the belief that an action is worth repeating by associating these habits with attractive rewards. Mm-hmm. We need this type of shit. We need positive feelings. Yes. Right? Also, if you want to break a bad habit, you can flip this thing on its back and play up the negatives that come along with the habits right so we're looking to make it attractive i want to work out so i'm going to get me some good cute workout clothes Mm -hmm. this makes working out attractive to me because i look good this outfit is flattering and it's going to be the motivation that i need to get my ass into the gym and work out love it yes ma'am a good journal you know they make these journals so appealing It's like, let me get one that I like, that I'm motivated and encouraged to open up and write in. Great pen. Great pen. The -hmm. paper is good. Everything's going. It's flowing. I love it here. Just like I mentioned with my studying, 
I needed those specific index cards. I needed certain things to make it attractive Mm -hmm. for me. So you do the same. Yes. Next is our response or making it easy. So you need to reduce the friction between the number of steps that it takes for you to do your thing. We have to decrease the friction. Yes. The friction will sit me on my ass so quick. Anytime it's hard to do a thing, it's like, I'm actually not going to do it. Mm -hmm. No. Like the 5 a.m. wake up time for a workout. No, (laughs) there's a lot of friction there. I want to sleep. It's so much friction. That's the biggest thing. So another tactic is priming your environment. A lot of us feel like we don't have any control over our environment. You don't have to be a guest in your environment. You can be the architect. Set it up. Set it up the way you need it for it to be for you to do your things. And I'm also thinking and that setting it up looks like say you have an apartment, right? And a lot of us have a one bedroom apartment. If you know you want to read more, designate a chair to reading. That's my reading chair. Like I said about reading more books. I'm not going to do it on my phone because my phone is associated with social media. So much. That's distracting. I do. Exactly. You have to limit the number of distractions or friction. So now it looks like I read on my Kindle. Right. And also implement a two minute rule. When you first start doing a habit, find something that you can do in two minutes or less. Meditation is an example. I'm not going to try to meditate for For 25 minutes. minutes Right. When I don't meditate, it looks like let me sit here for two minutes in silence and see what comes up and I'll do it again tomorrow. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. That's it. Baby steps. Baby steps. Uh, The (laughs) final part is make it satisfying. So we're going to give ourselves an immediate award, reward, Mm -hmm. after we um, do our new habit. So James also tells us to never miss twice. So we can use habit trackers, create streaks. The streaks definitely are motivating for me. And the um, Bible app with the devotions, I was on a fucking roll. You were. I and I was like, oh, I have to. I have to go. It's a habit now because I'm on a streak. Yes. That's this the is same, a reward. Same way it is in my Duolingo. I'm like, I'm 19 days strong. There's no way I can't get There's in this no app way. every day. I'm telling and you. And it's true because once I missed it twice, I was like the motivation left. I'm like, fuck, now I don't already now broke my, miss it. my streak. So what's even really the point? And that's why we can never miss doing our new thing more than two times. If you can't go to the gym one day, you got to get in there the next day. You miss twice. You you done you, falling you off the bandwagon. You're you falling you off. You're falling off the fucking bandwagon. Off. So definitely give yourself an immediate reward. I know like with working out, a reward for me looks like. A protein a drink after a little <laughs> yeah. something like I'm gonna get my little smoothie. Make sure it's something that's appetizing, like not something I gotta close my eyes and pinch my nose. It's like it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna have to, you know, whatever I love in the smoothie. Looking forward to that after the workout is what's gonna push me through the workout. Mm. So whatever you need that's satisfying, make sure that's in place. Yeah. Another technique that you can use to implement good habits is habit stacking. So habit stacking is basically sandwiching your habit in between your current habits or, you know, figuring out what it is that you need to do new against what it is that you're already doing. So the difference between habit stacking and implementation intentions, implementation intentions tell us when and where. Habit stacking takes all of that out because you already are doing a thing, mm-hmm. right? Something's so, already in place. So it's just like, okay. Exactly. So the habit stacking formula is, can remember, after or before the current habit, I will do my new habit. So an example looks like after I pour a cup of coffee each morning, I will meditate for one minute. Or after I take off my work shoes, I will immediately change into my work 
clothes. Workout. Workout clothes. Yeah, not the work clothes. Nigga, I'm out right. of those. I'm out of, I'm out of those and into a new thing. Yeah. So this works because our current habits are already built into our brain, right? We mentioned the coffee example at the top of the solutions. It's like you're already automatically getting up, getting coffee. You can do that with your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So once you're already doing that and you just add the meditation, it's easier because your brain's already programmed. Right. So it's more it's more um, capable mm-hmm. of picking up this new habit because you're pairing it with something that you, you're already used to doing. Right. And remember, y'all, habits are just the automated response to life's obstacles. And once our brain has automated a, a response or a habit, it frees up room to do other things. So doing your automated habits, the habits that you already have in the morning, along with your new habit is the perfect formula to maintaining your new habit, making your bed in the morning. A lot of us already do that. If you want to read, what would you do after I make my bed? I'm going to place a book on my bed. I'm making it obvious so that I can read tonight. Yes. It's like that. And that's very important that when you're habit stacking, that you make sure the cue is highly specific because a lot of us are too vague. So you making up your bed and then putting the book on your bed and saying, I'm going to read it tonight when I get ready to go to bed, like in the bed is specific, not just saying, "Okay, I'm going to read tonight. You have to be very specific, like, "Okay, I'm going to read when I get in the bed tonight. Yeah. So that as soon as you get in the bed, you know, pick up that book and read because what happens? We get in the bed, we get to scrolling on TikTok. We've been scrolling for 45 minutes. And Fuck it is reading. Like, I'm not reading. I'm taking reading my Reading is not sleep. happening. Now I got to go to sleep. Exactly. So, yes, be very specific with your cues when you're doing this habit stacking. And these are the cheat codes, baby. These are the cheat codes. These are them. the cheat codes. I'll be using them all this year. Same. All right, y'all. Let us tell you how I did that shit right after this. Okay, y'all, so this is the part of the show where we big ourselves up for doing the dope shit and we get to tell you all about the dope shit that we did. Now, remember, this can also be the part where you share the dope shit that you did if you utilize the homegirl hotline that is down in the show notes. We want to hear how y'all have been applying the tools in your toolkit. Yeah. Okay, so Call us. let us know what's going on. So um, I did that shit by utilizing the habit stacking method. Really all of these, but the habit stacking really helped me out when I decided to go back to the gym. Mm-hmm. I found that I could not be consistent because going to the gym by my house just didn't work. Mm-hmm. I hate it. That's number I just hate it. I hate the setup. I hate the layout. I hate that they don't clean up. But, you know, there should be people walking around, putting the weights back where they go and priming the environment right. so that I don't have any barriers to being doing my fucking workout. Right. Um, and initially I was trying to go at 530 in the morning and uh-huh, she's not a morning. girl. That's the quickest way for me never to be on my fitness journey. She's not I'm a morning that. girl. I'm not a morning girl for the gym. But then I had to say what process works for you for real. Right. What's a real process that works for you? It's not getting up in the morning and going to the gym. It's being an after the gym kind of girl. I mean, after work kind of girl. So I decided to stack my habit of I'm already going to work. And after work, I will go to the gym because there's a gym close to my job. I eliminated the friction. 
I already pack my bag. I make it obvious because I take my bag into work. You know, there's nothing that keeps me from getting there because it's so easy to do. Right. It's frictionless damn near. I make it there and I was consistent. I was finding myself going every day that I planned to go because I, I followed these steps. Right. I have it stacked. I'm like, hold on, I'm already going to work. When I'm after work, I'm going to the gym. It's right there. And as a result, I was going every damn day. There you go. I was going every day. You got to make it make sense. You have to. And we cannot be afraid to figure out what process works best for us. If your homegirl go to the gym at 530 in the morning, great. Right. If she can get there before work, awesome. That might not be your story. Keep your eyes on your book. Girl, keep yourself in your lane. Yeah. Blinders on. We talked about that early, early on. I can see I'm blind. (laughs) You have to have your blinders on. You're running your own race. You know those little blinders that they have on the horses? Yeah, they they're racing. It's because if you look to to put they needed to install those on every pair of humans. (laughs) Every pair of every human. Every human. Every pair of eyes. Because if those horses look to the left or the right or see other horses doing their thing, they'll get distracted and stop running, do something different. The blinders make sure that all you can see is your lane. I can't see if you ahead of me. I can't see if you behind me, baby. I'm just focusing on the finish line. Period. The journey ahead. Put Put your blinders blinders on. on. I just put my stunning shades on and my blinders are on the side of them. Hello. Okay. I'm I'm doing my shit. Put them on. So... That's good. That's great. Yes, we're definitely going to be taking a page from your book when it comes to that. <laughs> but now it is time to pick up your pen. We're, we're dropping, dropping a gym. gym. So you should know that the gym this week is the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Get it. Listen to it on Audible. Libby. Wherever. Get it from your library. Barnes and Nobles. Amazon. Your black bookstore. Wherever books are sold. Get this book. It is a must read. And I say get two copies gifted to someone because it's that good. It is, y'all. It's that good. I will listen to this again. (gasps) You know what would be so cute if we started like a Black Girl about a reading list? It'll be up on Patreon. We can. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, y'all. So um, this was a really great conversation. I love talking about ways to be better in the new year. I love putting tools in my toolbox I love sharpening the tools that are already in my toolbox Same. and um, getting ready to attack not only the year, but this journey of life that we're on. Baby, because it's a journey. It's not. This is this is better. This is good for 2023 and beyond. It is. It's just good to have. It's good to have. So we hope y'all enjoyed it. Next week, though, we're discussing how to create the most effective personal affirmations for the life you really want to live with self-affirmation guru, Tony Jones. This is going to be a good one. So we expect to see you all right back here. Same place, same time. Love you. See you later. Bye. Bye.